Hello, welcome back to Not All Who Wander Are Lost. I am your host, Jay Cook. Not an astrologer, the astrologer. Alright, tonight we are going to be getting right into some aspects and we're going to be perusing some Venusian aspects right now and we're going to be taking you, you know... Taking you um, on a little trip to see just how vast and complex the webs can be woven within ourselves and how those may play off of and interact with the aspects and the webs of others. Um, Before we get started, if you'd like to get a session with me, please message me on Facebook at facebook.com slash slash J-S-U-N astrology, all one word. That is J-S-U-N astrology. So facebook.com slash J-S-U-N astrology. And if you would like a one hour consultation with me, you just message me. I'm working on setting up Skype and Uh, Facebook chat sessions, and currently right now, I am at Pixie Dust Metaphysical Shop in Sarasota. With that being said, let's get into tonight's topic, and that is Venus aspects. Let's start to illustrate just how these aspects come together, okay, and how they play off of each other, and how your own personal nature can have so many desires and expressions that it needs to express. If you'd like to follow along, there is free astrology reports, charts, that you can get your birth chart for free online at Cafe Astrology. That's the website I would use. That's the website I used to use before I became an astrologer, got my own software. Well, luckily I had a very nice woman who runs a spiritual shop I work at actually share her software with me. So anyways, now if you would like to follow along, go to Cafe Astrology, type in your birth time, your name, and your place of birth and your date of birth. It'll bring up your chart. If you don't have a birth time, just chart it for noon right now. They give you a whole list of the aspects that are in your chart. You can even do this for people that you know if you have their birth time, if you want to see, you know, what's going on with people you know around you. And then, obviously, if you ever want to dive really deep into the chart, that's when you hit me up. So, following along, Venus. Let's say that you have Venus in aspect to Mars. Let's say... Whether it be a sextile or a square or anything, let, let's, let's just say it's in any aspect right now. Sextile, trine, square, opposition. Obviously, there's differences between each one, but just for the sake of simplicity, let's just say for now, Venus is in aspect to Mars. With Venus in aspect to Mars at all, obviously, not obviously, but bear with me here, what actually happens is is that 
if you're a guy, you may have, you know, you may appear very Venusian to people, but have a burning fire underneath you. You may worry about your own image and your own potency, and it may lead you to criticize others and want to reach an ideal in a physical state. And you may be perpetually dissatisfied with your own body. And it may come out as reflected in your relationships with others. You may be dissatisfied with other people, their actions, sexually, especially. You know, who they choose to have sex with, what, what types of uh, sexual activities and preferences that they have. You know, as a man, as a male with this type of connection and aspect, you may have an issue with that. If, and you may like, it may come off, you may be very Venusian about it. It may be like sleight of hand insults or, you know, sort of berating, you know, putting down the other, the, the woman or whoever that you are dissatisfied with her taste, her sexual taste. So... Venus, if it was in the harder aspects of square or opposition, you may bury it or you may just express one at the expense of the other. So you may be very Venusian and you may just think to yourself, you know, you may appear to everybody as very diplomatic and harmonious and, you know, you're a very easy to get along with person, but then deep down underneath, you may be repressing that aggressive urge that you have. And, you know, there may be a lot of potency that's buried under there with your Mars. If you're, you know, expressing your Mars, you may appear very aggressive and assertive and, you know, very controlling. And then, you know, your your Venus side, your more harmonious side that would seek to um, feed off of the approval or the energy of others kind of gets denied. So that squares and oppositions would be called inharmonious aspects. And then sextiles and trines would be more harmonious and flowing aspects. Aspects being the number of degrees away each planet is. And if a planet is 60 degrees away, it's sextile, the other planet. And as long as it's within, like, let's say, a five-degree orb. So if you are looking at your chart, you can see whether or not you have any of these aspects between Venus and Mars and maybe how it's affecting you now. Now, let's say you have Venus, sextile Mars, and Libra. Venus and Sagittarius, sextile Mars, and Libra. And Venus is conjunct Uranus. Well, Uranus is all about... It's all about the most perfected spiritual vision you could come up with. It's the vast starry sky, Uranus. 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 It was there before the solar system and the creation of anything... Uh, In fact, Uranus ended up giving birth or created the Titans. And so Uranus then was dissatisfied with the Titans because 
you know, he didn't, he didn't like that it wasn't to his perfect vision. See, Uranus has this vision and everything is like sort of perfect. But once you start getting down into like the physical realms matter, you know, there's limitations and Uranus hates limitations. So it, nothing can ever truly measure up to the spiritual vision of, of what it was at least on a physical level. So, you know, Uranus has a, a deep problem with this. So Venus, in relationship with Uranus, so let's say you have Venus conjunct Uranus. So there's a, you're adding another part, another urge to your self. We're adding in another urge. So not only do you have this Venus-Mars complex going on, you know, this Venus-Mars energy inside of you that you're playing around with, that you have to deal with, you know, giving you desires and urges and certain ways of behaving, you know, characteristics and traits. But then Venus and Uranus come in and complicate things because Uranus is, you know, needs space and needs freedom. Venus wants to connect. Uh, Venus wants to be physical, but you see there's some there's like this physical erotic sexual pleasure that venus gets but uranus is more intellectual and uranus wants something perfect and you know the physical bodies are just never perfect enough and things get messy and sweaty and gross and you know there's this image that uranus has about how it should be and then the physical side of it doesn't seem to ever measure up to that and you know there has to be a balance and uranus needs certain things to get excited it needs space it needs some freedom it needs some some uh different kind of erotic experiences like having sex out in public or weird stuff like that and then you have mars which sort of tries to control things and then in the relationships or you know, it's completely agreeable and then the Mars and the potency gets buried. And so now let's just say you have those two aspects in your chart. There's multiple. Now you can see how there's now multiple things going on. Venus is your self-love and your self-worth. Okay, so Venus, just talking about Venus now, is your self-love, represents your self-love, your self-worth how you sort of value yourself and then your desires it represents preferences your own taste your own personal taste like what you find beautiful what you find aesthetically pleasing and so you've got venus having to deal with this incredibly perfected image that uranus has of reality or what it wishes reality would be but it never is and then Venus is trying to have a, an actual physical experience, either intellectually, you know, mentally stimulating experience, Venus ruling Libra, or you got Venus ruling Taurus, which is a more sensual physical experience. So now you see these competing natures. Now let's say you're that person. And you have to deal with somebody who has Venus conjunct Pluto. So Venus conjunct Pluto, which means somebody's prone to being promiscuous 
early on in life. Now you have Venus and Mars, as we discussed earlier. You may have a problem with other people's sexual choices, decisions, and you may be very sort of judgmental, throwing your digs in sort of at that person about it in your own way, sort of making them feel bad because you don't, you're not at peace with these, with their decisions because you want something that's, that lives up to a physical standard that's more pure, I would say, I guess, something that's more potent, something that's just better. And Mars wants to be in control. It doesn't want anybody cutting in on its action. And so you're obviously, with that position, if you were dealing with somebody who had had some sort of promiscuous background, you would have an issue with whatever it was that they had done. You know, Venus and Pluto. But see, Venus and Pluto wants a deep, intense relationship. But if it buries that, it has, and it goes out and has some more promiscuous experiences then you can see the, how the conflict starts to arise because you have this person with Venus and Mars. And then on top of it, you add in the Uranus, Venus conjunct Uranus, which is like they want something ideal and perfect. And Venus and Pluto might get a little unbridled and messy. <laughs> but Venus and Pluto aren't, aren't necessarily a bad aspect. No, nothing is necessarily bad or good. It's just this is stuff that people have to deal with. We have to learn to express all these different parts of our nature without burying them and coming to terms with certain limitations and all the while without trying to limit them. <laughs> you know, you have to accept certain limitations without limiting the expression of yourself. And without suppressing all these different energies in yourself. It's a very delicate balancing act. And we've only been talking about Venus. And we've only been talking about a couple of different possibilities. Imagine trying to put all these different possibilities together. Now you can see just how influential an astrological chart, a natal chart is. And, you know... The judgment of that natal chart, which is what us astrologers spend so much time studying and perfecting because it's such an important piece and an important tool. So if this, if this Venus-Mars conjunct Uranus person with these beautiful, fantastical, idealistic pictures of what it could create, but, you know, perpetually being dissatisfied with the reality that it's given, the, the reality of the actual creation or the relationship in this case, Venus, erotic love and pleasure. And then having the issue with the, the potency, let's say, of Mars, the, the buried Mars, you know, where they want to express their potency, but they're kind of agreeable, but then they kind of throw their digs in, sort of comes out unconsciously and instinctually impulsively let's say because mars is very impulsive so then you would have a conflict with the sexuality of this very promiscuous and and very sexual and intense being that would be the venus conjunct pluto a blending of energies 
a dramatic and theatrical blend of energies. Now, both of these energies could really blend together well because Venus and Pluto want something, you know, deep and intense and Venus and Uranus want something fantastical and, and you know, something that meets a very high standard and Pluto is willing to go to the depths and Uranus is willing to, you know, soar to the heights. And Mars has enough potency there, if we can access it, to deliver. So you can see how all these things end up coming together. And there's actually a positive way that all these things could work out. But only when we become aware and we start to learn, you know, the different facets of ourselves and how to actually harmoniously express them. So these are just some of the things that I wanted to play around with tonight and discuss on this podcast. I hope that you find it enjoyable. That if you are looking at your chart, you start to, it gets the gears turning. Maybe creates a little bit of awareness about you. Maybe I talked about some aspects you have. And maybe I talked about some aspects maybe somebody you know has. So either way, let this sink in. Let this digest. Like I said, if you want to have a consultation with me where I go over your natal chart, you can reach me at facebook.com slash J-S-U-N astrology. That is all one word, J-Sun astrology. And if you message me, I'm figuring out, like I said, how to get the Facebook uh, sessions, the Facebook video chat sessions going. And then I can do charts over line if you don't live anywhere near where I work out of. And if you do live near where I work out of, feel free to stop by Pixie Dust Metaphysical Boutique. Mondays and Wednesdays, 12 to 5, I'll be there giving readings. I'll be there doing astrological consultations. So come on by. We'll pull your chart up. We'll start to go over this. And you guys have a good night. I'm Jay Cook. This is Not All Who Wander Are Lost. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.